Good evening, everybody, here on the Anchor Network. I am your host, Andy Alford. Tonight's edition of All Andy Alford is a special Facebook Live edition of the program. So, you may see me go in and out of the broadcast this evening. So, be prepared for that as well. As this show is an unedited show. So, as is, whatever you see on the Facebook Live stream, it will be live right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Now, however you're listening to us, whenever you're listening to us, thank you for tuning into the program tonight on this Friday, Falcon Friday edition of All Andy Alford. The Hens take two of three. Against the Indianapolis Indians and still have a chance, still have a chance to get into the playoffs. The Tigers continue to lose. What else is new? The Indians take two or three against Minnesota and get ready for this series against Tampa Bay. All that really doesn't matter. This weekend is a big weekend. Why is that, my friends? It's because I'm wearing a special shirt today. Repping the brown and orange. Because it's a Falcon Friday, baby! As BG, UT, Ohio State, Michigan, and Notre Dame all in action this weekend as college football is back. And you're listening and watching a special edition of of all Andy Alford right here on the Anchor Network and on Facebook Live. And I love you guys and welcome in to this Friday, Friday special edition of all Andy Alford right here on the Anchor Network and on Facebook Live. I am your host Andy Alford welcoming you into the Man Cave Studios. Hold on but just for a second as I have to don this. It's the brown and orange, baby. Bowling green. Falcon Friday, of course. Every Friday now in the college football season, it is a Falcon Friday at Bowling Green State University. Gets ready to step on the field for the first time this season against the Oregon Ducks. Not Oregon, Ohio. It's Tom Ulrich's Oregon Ducks. We'll talk about that today. We'll talk and preview, and you'll hear my selections for this big game weekend, top 25 action, as well as the Big Ten and the Mid-America Governments. We'll also dive into the Battle of the Great Lakes NFL teams as the Browns and the Lions finished up preseason. We'll talk about that as well. And, of course, the struggles. That is the Detroit Tigers. But you can always be a part of the show on Facebook Live tonight by putting a comment on the page, of course, as well as being a part of our, our Twitter handle. It is at all Andy Elford. It is at all Andy Elford. So good evening to you on this Friday edition of the program. Got a lot to get into tonight, so let's dive right in and let's talk about the Mud Hens. That is the first and foremost. I know you want to say, oh, you're wearing the BG swag. You're wearing, let's talk about college football straight through. Let's get to right now about 
baseball and what is happening on the diamond right now. We are in the cusp of playoff baseball for the first time since 2007, folks. Now, that is over 10 years since we've had playoff baseball in downtown Toledo. 10 years. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And the fact that the fact that this team is rallying and finding ways to win baseball games is absolutely fantastic. If you if you were listening to the podcast this past Tuesday, like I hope some of you are all subscribed on Facebook that watch me. If you're subscribed on iTunes, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, however you're listening to me, I hope, I hope you're subscribed to me. And pass the show along. But the Mud Hens take two of three against Indianapolis this past week and now finish the season in a big four-game series against the Columbus Clippers. It's Tuesday night. We did the show late, so we recapped, uh, briefly recapped the uh, Mud Hen game. The Mud Hens did win Tuesday night, four to two. Ranger gets the win for the Mud Hens. He's five and one with a two point seven six ERA. Magnifico the loss. He goes to three and three with a three point four six ERA. Houston the save, his eighth of the season. No home runs hit by either team on Tuesday night. Then we get to Wednesday, a day game at Victory Field in Indianapolis. The Mud Hens started off pretty good. They were up three to one at one point, but bad base running and bad and bad time pitching caused the Mud Hens to lose. And Warren Sopel gets the loss. The Mud Hens lose on Wednesday, four to three. Anderson the win for Indianapolis. He gets the win. He goes to three and two with a two point six four ERA. Warren Sopel the loss. He goes to three and one now with a four point three eight ERA. Busher gets the save. His first of the season. For the Indianapolis Indians, Martin and Ozuna homer, two costly home runs for the for the Mud Hens to give up a Christian Stewart his 22nd of the season, and that ball was hit pretty good. There was a good carrying win out into right field yet on Wednesday afternoon in Indianapolis that could carry that ball further out, and it capitalized. They capitalized on the opportunity, and the Mud Hens get the runs, but they couldn't get the victory. And then last night, the struggles that they were facing, the adversity that they were facing in this game, the adversity in this game that they were losing, they rallied behind and came from behind and pick up the win. They pick up the win by a final score of 4-3. to three. Volker gets the win. He goes to 6-3 with a 2.96 ERA. Feliz the loss. He goes to 2-1 with an 8 ERA. Houston gets to save his ninth of the season as the Mud Hens get a 4-3 victory over Indianapolis and now set up a huge four-game series in the capital city of Ohio, Columbus, as they play the Clippers. Four-game series. This is a huge one. They have to take three of four. In my opinion, take three of four. It'd be best if they swept... But Indianapolis needs to lose at least a game to two games in the playoff picture for the Mud Hens to, cons- to possibly 
make the playoffs. It's a big task. And Louisville has been is playing Indianapolis. And they have been a thorn. A thorn. In the IL West. Thank God that we're not playing them. They're playing Indianapolis at home in Louisville. So a good possibility. A good possibility that this team can make the playoffs. And it'll start tonight. As it will be Jacob Turner on the hill for the Mudhens. He is 4-4 four four with a 4.04 ERA. Talbot will start for Columbus. He's 4-5 with a 2.61 ERA. 7-15 start time. That game on 12-30 WCWA. I checked with Buckeye Cable. They are not going to be broadcasting the Mudhen games in Columbus. Usually that they pick up the Spectrum Sports out of Columbus. But with Game Day Nation happening, they are not going to pick up the series against the Mud Hen, against the Clippers. Saturday, same time, 7-15. It's going to be Turnbull on the hill for Toledo. He's 0-1 with a 4.26 ERA. He'll take on Adam Wilk, the former Mud Hen, 6-8 with a 3.80 ERA. 7-15 start time for that one. 4.05 start time on Sunday. Columbus has not yet named the starter. It will be Hall on the hill for the Mudhens. He is 3-0 with a 2.45 ERA. The final game of the year, technically, possibly, for the Mudhens. It will be Monday afternoon, 2.05. It will be Warren Sopel, 3-1 with a 4.38 ERA. He'll take on Merritt, who is 2-3 with a 4.13 ERA. And like I mentioned before, the Mudhens have to at least take 3-4 in Indianapolis. Indianapolis has to take has to lose at least one to possibly two games against Louisville in this four in their final four game series. It's possible. In the words of Lloyd Christmas, so you're saying there's a chance. There is a chance because the Mudhens are a game and a half out of first place. Columbus is in first place right now at 72 and 64. Indianapolis is ahead of them at 71 and 65. So the Mudhens a win Pick up, and an Indianapolis loss, they go right up into half a game out of first place, and then they take the wild card spot. Wild card spot, they're only a half a game out of a wild card spot. So these four games are the biggest games of the Mud Hens season so far this year. This is absolutely huge. I mean, absolutely huge. They have to win these games. And Louisville, like I said, it's been a thorn. They're 59 and 74. They're 11 and a half out. They're out of the playoffs. They're playing now for jobs for next season. So the Mudhens have to win. This is a must win. At least three of four. If you split, you need Indianapolis to lose at least either split or lose three of four against Louisville to end the season. We'll see what happens. Two teams have been clinching their wild card. Excuse me. Two teams have clinched a spot in the IL. One is the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. They have the best record in all of the majors at eight in the minor leagues at 81 and 55. They're officially in Durham 79 and 59. They've clinched the IL South. They're in. So it all comes down to the IL West and seeing how how it's going to shape up and how the wild card is going to shape up. Man, it's going to be very, very, very interesting.
as you're watching me right here on Facebook Live, as well as if you're listening to me on the podcast, what are you doing? you got to subscribe to the podcast. It is at all Andy Elford on iTunes. It is at all Andy Elford on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Now. However you're listening to me, whenever you're listening to me, thank you for tuning into the program. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, I'm looking at my Facebook comments here. Yeah, Brian Keaton writes in, let's go hens, of course. Um, Nick giving the question sign, of course. Um, Nick wanting to know about Notre Dame. We'll get to Notre Dame and all the college football spectrum. And, of course, we'll talk about that as well, too. Big, big weekend happening in the local sports spectrum. But let's talk a little bit about the majors in Major League Baseball. And the continuing woes that are the Detroit Tigers. Tigers swept in Kansas City. Losing 6-2 on Tuesday night. Janice the win. He gets it 7-12 with a 4.53 ERA. Josh Boyd the loss for the, for the, tiger, for the Tigers. He's 8-12 with a 4.22 ERA. Nick's just writing his comment. Notre Dame. Yes, I know. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, go blue, Brian. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll we'll get to it. I know it's a big weekend in college football. It's the starting of the weekend. We actually started yesterday. By the way, to Nick, Northwestern did get the victory over Purdue. Congratulations on that part. Uh, Jones homered his ninth of the year. Merdozzi his fifth of the year. When on Wednesday, Michael Former getting the loss. He goes to three and ten with a four point seven one ERA. Mon, Man, Mikey Montuk homered his fifth of the season as Danny Duffy and the Kansas City Royals cruise to a nine two victory. He now goes to eight and eleven with a four point seven two ERA. Mardozzi and Gordon homered, and then last night in the Bronx, have you cashed in and gone to the Arby's lately? The Tigers hit five. That's right. Five home runs. Three home runs get you free curly fries at a southeastern Michigan Arby's location. So go across the board, right into Monroe. Get go to the Arby's. Get yourself an order of free curly fries. As the as the Tigers went yard yesterday. They went yard, my friends. As they hit five home runs, two from Victor Martinez yesterday, his seventh and eighth of the season. Uh Ronnie Rodriguez, his third of the year. Canelario is 16th of the year. Nico Grudrum is 14th of the year. As the Tigers, in a slugfest against the Yankees, in the Bronx, in the short porch, win 8-7. Stanton homered his 33rd of the year. Torres is 21st. Bolt his 5th as Alex Wilson gets the win. He goes to 2-4 and four with a 3.78 ERA. Benintendi is the loss. He goes to 4-4 four and four with a 2.59 ERA. So, it sets up for the weekend series, three-game series for the Tigers in the Bronx, four-game series against the Tigers uh, against the Yankees in the Bronx. It will be Zimmerman on the hill tonight, six and six with a four point three eight ERA. He'll take on Lucas Suriano, who is seventeen and six with a three point two seven ERA. It'll be close. Gonna be a good one. The Tigers have not yet named a starter for Saturday afternoon's 4:05 game, but the Yankees have announced it's going to be Tanaka, nine and five with a 3.97 ERA. The concluding game on Sunday sees Josh Boyd on the hill, eight and twelve with a 4.22 ERA, taking on Lynn, who is eight and nine with a 4.84 ERA. And then the Tigers head to yes, Nick, they head to the White Sox. They take on the White Sox in a 
three-game series Monday afternoon starting at 2.10. So, yeah. And I did see, I did see that the White Sox are going to be honoring Ken the Hawk Harrelson with the little miniature dolls, three dolls, ones of him playing with the Red Sox, another one when he was the GM of the White Sox, and then when he was with the broadcast booth. And um, if you don't know, for me, Hawk Harrelson is one of my favorite broadcasters out there. He's one of the best, one of the best broadcasters and the most homeristic broadcaster. Love the guy. It's a great broadcaster, and um, this is his last season in the booth. So um, Stone Pony's got to be there still. So there's that one for you. So Tigers taking on the Yankees three-game series. Hopefully that they can go just like what the White Sox did, at least take two of three, maybe three of four against the New York Yankees, but I doubt it. I think a split series is more likely it's going to happen between the Indi- between the uh, between the um, Yankees and the Tigers. And um, yes, I'll, I'll do it for you, right? Right? Stretch! Stretch! Way back at the wall, looks up! You can put it on the board! Yes! Oh, man. So, yeah. The uh, Indians... Now, let's talk about the Indians really quickly. The Indians take 2-3 of three against Minnesota this past weekend and open up a three-game set against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Tuesday saw the Indians cruise to an 8-1 victory. Carrasco, Cookie Carrasco, gets the win. He goes to 16-7 and seven with a 3.38 ERA. It was Gibson, the loss. He goes to 7-11 with a 3.79 ERA. Uh, Cave homered his seventh of the year for Minnesota, and so there's that for you. Uh, I just noticed that we lost a little bit of the connection. We're back on the air here on Facebook Live. Um, on Wednesday, the Tribe getting the win, losing actually to Minnesota four to three. Cody Allen the loss. He goes to four and six with a 4.66 ERA. May gets the win. He goes to 3-0 with a 2.08 ERA. Ostrato homered his first of the season as Hildenberger gets to save his fifth of the season. So there's that for you. Then the concluding game on Thursday, which is a Facebook Live game. And I'm going to get into my Andy Rants here in, in a little later on in the program about Facebook and MLB. You'll get You'll get my opinion about that in just a moment. But the Indians getting a 5-3 win over the Minnesota Twins. Clevenger gets the win. He goes to 10-7 with a 3.17 ERA. Ordonzi, the loss. He goes to 5-9 with a 4.41 ERA. Silviano, his 13th of the year. Ordonza, his 6th. But Kippy going yard, his 13th of the season as the Indians cruise to a 5-3 victory. So now we get into a big three-game series against the Tampa Bay Rays that sees tonight. Corey Kluber, the ace of the staff. On the hill, 16-7 with a 2.91 ERA. He'll take on Glaslow, who is 1-3 with a 4.98 ERA. 7-10 start time for that one. On Saturday, it will be Snell on the hill, 16-5 with a 2.05 ERA. He'll take on the believer himself, Bieber, Shane Bieber, on the hill, 8-2 with a 4.52 ERA. 7-10 start time for that one. That game on FS1. Sunday, the uh, Rays have not yet named the starter, but Cookie Carrasco on the hill for the Tribe. He's 16-7 with a 3.38 ERA. And on Monday, Labor Day, the holiday itself, 
the tribe welcome in their final uh, the final home final stands of this homestand the second to last homestand of the year they'll take off three game series against Kansas City both teams have not yet named a starter Monday 410 for that one there so Indians getting ready for their series against Tampa the tribe the Tigers trying their best and rallying their way against the Yankees last night with an 8-7 victory. We'll see what happens. As you're watching and listening to All Andy Offer tonight, right here on the Anchor Network, as well as on Facebook Live. So welcome into the program for you guys tonight. And remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Now, however you're listening to me, wherever you're listening to me. Thank you for tuning in to the program tonight. Of course, last night at Ford Field in downtown Detroit, we had the Battle of the Great Lakes. And boy, oh boy, do we have some problems in Motown. And Stafford did not start. Most of the first stringers did not start in this game. We're in trouble. The Lions are in trouble. I'm sorry to say this. Our run defense is atrocious. I have never, I have never seen bad defense. And I, bear in mind, I haven't seen Bowling Green play yet this year. But it was just atrocious from start to finish. Detroit was absolutely horrendous. Absolutely horrendous in the run game. In the run defense last night against the Cleveland Browns. These guys are making, they're going to be next Home Depot employee of the week, employee of the month in the next couple days. A lot of them are going to get cut. And how pathetic the Lions were last night was just atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. Against second, third, and practice squad players. I'm worried. Our defense, our run defense is horrid. Our pass defense is horrid. Patricia is putting all his money in into the offense. You defense wins you championships. Offense wins you games, but defense wins you championships. I just don't understand. I just I just don't understand how this guy, one in three in the preseason doesn't really matter. You know, we saw the dress rehearsal against against Tampa Bay, and that was horrid. Against Tampa Bay, who is absolutely horrendous. And we lose to the Browns. The second, the third, the fourth string? Are you kidding me? When we were playing our second string, God forbid Stafford goes down. 
good stats. As the Browns beat the Lions 35 to 17 last night. Like I told you, I'm worried. I am absolutely worried. I have never been this worried about a Lions team. This defense is atrocious. It is absolutely atrocious. And yes, I'll say it again. It's second string. It's third string. But if this is what the first, if the second and third string looks like, what does the first string look like? If S is this bad, if it's this bad, Oh, I, I just don't understand. I just, I just don't understand. How can we be this bad against the Browns? How the Lions can be this bad against the Browns? Mayfield nine for sixteen, one hundred and thirty-eight yards. Hell of a game. No TDs, no INTs. Nick Chubb had a good game. He's going to make the squad. He's, he went five tuck carries for 30 yards. Dares, eight carries for 77 yards was the leading guard. Kajusis, four catch, two catches for 48 yards, one TD. Rudock, Jake Rudock for the Detroit Lions. 14 for 24. A, one TD. 11. That's right. I said it. 11 yards passing. Are you kidding me? At one point, it was 17 to nothing. 17 to nothing. Are, are you kidding me? Let's look at more stats. Total amount of plays. The Browns had 63 plays from the Lions scrimmage. The Lions had 59. 424 yards of total offense for the Browns. The Lions had 253 yards. Passing. 261. 170. Running. 113 yards running in total for the Browns. 83 for the Lions. 83! Are you kidding me? you got to be absolutely kidding me. Penalties killed both teams. The Browns had the most penalties at 14 penalties for 134 yards. The Lions, 7 penalties for 53 yards. They controlled themselves. 10-yard penalty, 5-yard penalty there, but 134 yards in penalties for the Browns. Not going to cut it. Not going to cut it at all. So most of the NFL played their final preseason game last night, and a lot of teams are going to be making their cuts. So here's my, my my thing for the preseason, from the preseason. The Browns look pretty good. I'll give you that. Three and one in the preseason. You know, but like I said, next week, Sunday, first games of the year. 
matters the most now. And we see what cut lines happen. We see what cut lines happen this past this upcoming Saturday at four o'clock. Who's going to be gone? Who's going to stay? We'll see. Like I said, Detroit needs help on the run defense. They need it bad. Patricia needs to get these guys in line, or we're going to get killed in the run game. It doesn't help that we're starting with the Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Browns start with the Steelers. So it'll be an interesting story. See what happens. Other NFL games that happened yesterday evening. Of course, as I fix my camera here. There we go. Uh, Miami was a winner last night. 34-7 34-7 over the Atlanta Falcons. The Indianapolis Colts, a 27-26 victory over the Natty in Cincinnati. The Jets losing to the Eagles, 10-9. The New York football Giants losing 12-17 to the New England Patriots. Washington Football Club loses to, to the Baltimore Ravens, 30-20. Carolina was a loser to Pittsburgh, 34-24. It was Jacksonville a winner, 25-10 over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tennessee a Losing to Minnesota 13-3. Buffalo, the Bills, 28-7 over the Chicago Bears. New Orleans blanking the LA Rams 28-0. Houston was a winner 14-6 over the Dallas Cowboys. So Houston wins the Battle of Texas. Green Bay loses to Kansas City 33-21. The Chargers were a winner 23-21 over San Francisco. The Denver Broncos 21-10 victory over the Arizona Cardinals. And the Oakland Raiders, form, next, formerly the Oakland Raiders, soon enough. They get the win 30-19 over the Seattle Seahawks. So there is that for you as you're listening and watching to All Andy for tonight right here on Facebook Live and also on the Anchor Network. Whether it be iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Now, however you're listening to us, and whenever you're listening to us, thank you for tuning into the program this evening. As you're listening to the program tonight, you can always be a part of the show by following us on Twitter. It is at all Andy Elford. It is at all Andy Elford. So uh, again, Facebook Live tonight. We'll do a Facebook Live again upcoming um, next Friday, of course. Well, here's the dilemma: we were planning on doing this show next Saturday, a special live. Facebook Live edition of the program next Saturday at Doit Perry Stadium for the opener against Bowling Green, home opener for Bowling Green against Maryland. The logistics can't work out now, so we'll do our show here live Friday night for another edition of All Andy Alfred, and we'll give you the preview of BG versus Maryland and UT taking taking on Miami. So. There's that for you. So, we'll see. We shall see. So, let's dive a little bit um, more into the football spectrum. Excuse me as I readjust myself right here on the table. I got the newspaper. Yes, there is such a thing as a newspaper still today, folks. I have to use it for my stats and information. Because there's no good news about, like, like Facebook... Not, excuse me, not about high school football and college football, but the fact is, the high school games 
tonight in the OHSAA in the Northwest Ohio area are going to be interesting to watch. Absolutely interesting to watch. If you haven't gone to a high school game, you got to go watch a high school game. Highly recommended. Highly recommended. Looking at some of the games, notable games happening tonight. Of course, start is at Swanton. Of course, that's an interesting game. Um, if I had to pick, I don't like picking high school games. Hate picking high school games. So let's look, let's actually dive a little bit into each conference. We'll start with the the Three Rivers Athletic Conference. So the track, of course, Detroit Central Catholic taking on Whitmer. Whitmer's home opener, of course. Lima Senior Senior is at Piqua. Yeah, there's a paper. Uh, Northview is at Clay, so it's Clay's second home opener, second game at home. North uh, Perrysburg is at St. John's. Southview is at Fremont Ross, and St. Francis is at Bedford. In the City League tonight, it will be Woodward at Bryan. It will be Swanton, like I said, hosting start. Scott is at Faustoria. Rogers is at Delta. It will be Bowser at Springfield. That's a good game to watch tonight to see what happens there. And another good game, the Maumee Panthers head over to the east side of Toledo to take on the Wade Indians. Wait, 1-0 after beating Northview for the first time in over seven years. Can they go 2-0 tonight and beat Mommy to get ready for the oil barrel next weekend against Clay? And also you have Finley at Upper Arlington. In the Northern Lakes League, Bowling Green is at Eastwood, so it's a good matchup there to watch out for. Napoleon is at Liberty Center. Tiffin Columbia is at Anthony Wayne. At the NWOAL is Archbold taking on Liberty Benton. Patrick Henry is at Marion Northern. And it was... was Excuse me, Wasian is at Tenora. Other interesting games to pass along to you in the Northern Buckeye Conference. Gibsonburg is at Woodmore. Lakota is at Elmwood. Northwood is at Lake. So the Battle of Lemoyne Road tonight taking place over at Lake High School. Of course, you have Oak Harbor at Genoa. That's a good rivalry right there. The Battle of Woodville Road. And you also have Otsego at North Baltimore. And Port Clinton is at Rockford. So it's that time. Game day is in Notre Dame. Yes. I wish I was there. Love to see Lee Corso, Herbie, all the crew. As we are now less than 24 hours away from Saturday kickoff college football. But it all started last night, folks. Forget, let's all play together on Saturday. Let's play on Thursday night. Northwestern beating Purdue in Big Ten play last night, 31-27. P.J. Fleck and the Minnesota Golden Gophers getting a 48-10 victory there. Ball State was a winner 42-6 over Central Connecticut State. So let's look at the games tonight and tomorrow. And here it is, folks. The first season, the first prediction show of 2018 of the college football season. Now you're going to say to me, Andy, you made your prediction on the NFL, the special NFL show on on the Anchor Network. By the way, you got to listen to it. We didn't do a Facebook Live. You couldn't get the logistics on that. We got the logistics for tonight and every Friday night. So, here we go. We'll start with top 25 action. 
and then we'll go to the Big Ten, and then you'll hear my opinion about the MAC. Top 25 looks like this. I have Stanford beating San Diego State tonight. Oklahoma is going to beat FAU, Florida Atlantic University. TCU over Southern. Clemson over Furman. I have the Washington Huskies, 6th ranked Washington Huskies, beating the Auburn Tigers tomorrow afternoon at 3.30 in the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. I have Alabama beating Louisville. That's an easy pick for that one. Um, Sunday night, 7.30, LSU versus Miami. I have Miami in that one. And then Monday, Virginia Tech is in Florida State to take on the Seminoles. I'll take Virginia Tech to beat Florida State. So now let's talk the Big Ten. And it starts tonight, two games on the docket tonight. Of course, Wisconsin taking on Western Kentucky. I'll take Wisconsin. The fourth-ranked Badgers easily will cruise over Western Kentucky. 11th-ranked Michigan State will take on Utah State, 7.30 kickoff on the Big Ten Network. Easy pick for this one. I'm going to take Michigan State for that one. Kent State is at Illinois. This is the upset special of the day. Taking Kent State to beat Illinois. Tim Beckman and his crew are not ready. And it's going to be another down year for Illinois. Kent State to roll. Uh, Texas State taking on Rutgers. I'll take Rutgers in that one. Maryland is home to play Texas. The Longhorns, the 23rd ranked team in the country. Take the Longhorns in that one for that one. Penn State is hosting Appalachian State. I'm take Penn State, of course. Indiana is taking on FIU, Florida International University. I'll take Indiana for that one. And Nebraska is taking on Akron. I'll take Nebraska in that one. So that sets up for Ohio State. Taking on Oregon State. It's Ohio State. It's Ohio State to win. And with these three games that Urban Meyer will sit out for, if this team goes 3-0 and perfect with it, it doesn't really matter. It shows it really didn't matter. Ohio State can win these three next three games. They can win. They can win these three games. They've got Oregon State, they got Rutgers, TCU. TCU, the TCU game, is in Jerry World in Arlington, Texas. They can win that game. They can win those games. And I think they're going to win those games. I think they're going to go 3-0. I think Ohio State is going to go 3-0. and And then when Urban Meyer comes back, I guess Tulane, they're going to go, they're going to win. This is the college version. This is the college version of the New England Patriots FU tour. That's how I feel. That's how I feel it's going to happen. That is how I'm it's going to feel. But I have Ohio State cruising over Oregon State and the Beavers tomorrow night. So now let's talk about another upset. I have another upset special for you. I have Troy beating Boise State tomorrow. 
Boise State, 22nd rank in the country. Watch for the Trojans there of Troy to upset the Boise State Broncos. So now it is time. Is it hail to the victors or play like a champion? As the University of Michigan take on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Who do I have picked to win Michigan versus Notre Dame? It's pretty easy. The spread right now is one point. So it's three points given either way. So four points. Michigan's the favorite. Hail or... No. You know what? On Irish. Taking Notre Dame. Notre Dame at home. Brian Kelly and crew. I have Notre Dame beating Michigan. I think it's going to be close. I think it'll be between the... I think the point spread's right. Three to four points. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was either a blowout or a very, very close game. And it's going to put Harbaugh behind the ball. Because... After Notre Dame, he's got, of course, he's got Western Michigan and Southern Methodist, who is just two chump teams, except for Western Michigan. Western Michigan could give him a run. That could be interesting. But, yes, I have Notre Dame beating Michigan tomorrow night eight, at 8 o'clock on NBC. Notre Dame over Michigan. So now let's dive into the MAC. And I open the question up to you. Who do you think is going to win? Notre Dame or Michigan? And how do you feel about Ohio State's chances against Oregon State? I think it's just going to be a breeze and a walk through the park. And it's a great setup, a great lineup if you kind of figure it. You've got, for me, it's a it's a okay lineup. Ohio State at noon. 3.30 is the Auburn-Washington game, which is I want to watch. And then you got the old Michigan-Notre Dame game. But then you have the Mid-American Conference. Conference games. And to my, tonight, there's two games on the docket. Western Michigan is at Syracuse. I'm taking the Broncos to beat Dino Babers and the Syracuse Orange. Eastern Michigan's taking on Monmouth. I'll take Eastern Michigan. And Saturday looks like this. I have Central Michigan is taking on Kentucky. I'm taking Kentucky in that game. Northern Illinois is in Iowa. I would suspect this game is a sneaky sus- sneaky game for most people. A sneaky game. Because it could go either way. It can go either way. No matter what the situation is. Take an Iowa. Ohio is taking on Howard. I will take Ohio in that one. Marshall is at Miami of Ohio. I'm taking Marshall in that game. And Delaware State is at Buffalo. I'm taking the Bulls in that one for that. So now that sets up for the local spectrum. And let's talk about a certain team that is here in the city of Toledo and is uh, University of Toledo. UT is taking on Virginia Maryland Institute. Our BMI. Great planning on that one by the AD. Bringing in a chump team. Like Arkansas State. Chump teams. 
for the thing. For the I hate when they schedule chump teams. When you teach schedules chump teams. And then it's a bye. After week one, you get a bye. Answer me that question. How the hell does UT get a bye after one week of football? Riddle me that, Batman. Riddle me that. Because, oh, because we have to prepare for Miami to come in. The top 25 team in the country coming into the glass bowl. Oh, we have to prepare for that. Are you kidding me? you kidding me? We have to prepare for Miami. And you're looking at VMI and it's a chump school. Unbelievable. Toledo to beat VMI. It's easy. So then we get into this. On this Falcon Friday edition. Yes. Of all Andy Alford. This shirt will be worn next Saturday of course. For the whiteout of Dwight Perry Stadium. And you've already heard my opinion. If you haven't heard my opinion about it, subscribe to the podcast. Two shows ago. You hear my you'll hear my opinion. As Bowling Green heads to 24th ranked Oregon to take on the Ducks. Not gonna be a homer. I'm not picking Bowling Green. I am not gonna pick Bowling Green for this game against Oregon. The point spread is just too much. I think Oregon's gonna win. Oregon's gonna beat Bowling Green. I hope it's not what the point spread says. It's 33 and a half. When they opened the lines. For the first time in college football. The point spread was 77.5 points to Oregon. It went from 77 to 39.5. And now it's at 33. The bookies must see something. I don't see it. I see a absolute blowout. I see a running clock. Once we get to the halfway point of the third quarter. We need to take the money and go. It just... This is a year for me, it's do or die. And I heard somebody the other night on BCSN, uh, one, of the, one, of the, one of the analysis guys, who is a BG player, BG, former BG player, and is also a color analyst for Bowling Green, say that the cupboards were bare when Jank, when Jenks came into the system. They had like six or seven 18-year-olds playing against Ohio State and Kentucky. You you selfish man. Are you absolutely kidding me? You get the players ready to play no matter what the situation is. This is year three of Mike Jenks. His recruits are fully in now. 
and I said this before, six wins has to happen this year. If he doesn't get six wins, and you know, you're going to say to me, I know you people who listen to the podcast and watch the show, you're going to say to me, well, Andy, it's the players that play the game. When the guy has had, and his recruits have had six arrests in the offseason, Losing your firing your defensive coordinator, and now you've got a Pellini. Yes, a Pellini, not a Delaney, a Pellini in. And he's royalty in, in, in the defensive game in Ohio football. He is he, he's gonna be the bright spot in the defense, and Deggy's gonna step up at, at the quarterback helm, but against Oregon. Oregon is not even ranked in the USA Today poll. They're going to come out and swing. And they're going to hit hard. Like I said, I don't take the points. I wouldn't take the points. I think it's going to be a blowout. I think Bowling Green's going to lose. Big time. Now, I could see them maybe putting up 14 to 17 points. That's as much as I see them putting up. But it'd be surprising if they, you know, put up 21, but I don't think they're going to win. I said it before, I'll say it again. I don't think they're going to win this Saturday. They could win next week against Maryland because of all the issues that's happening with Maryland right now. But Bowling Green to lose against Oregon. We shall see. We shall see. On this Falcon Friday edition of All Andy Offer right here on the Anchor Network and on Facebook Live. And uh, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, what are you doing? Hit, Go on to your iTunes or your Spotify or your Google Podcasts and type in All Andy Alfred. We do shows every Tuesday and Friday on the Anchor Network as we recap and preview the week that it is in sports. So... We'll see what happens with that as you're listening to all Andy Alford tonight, of course. And so now we get to the end of the program, and it's time for Andy Rants. And um, first and foremost, I want to thank you, the listeners, and also you, the viewers, that watch the program today, of course. Thank you for tuning into the program and uh, making the show possible. Of course, you can always follow us on Twitter. It is at AllAndyAlford. It is at AllAndyAlford. So uh, I want to make mention of this. Um, yesterday afternoon, the Indians game was taking on was the Indians took on Minnesota, and it was a Facebook Live game. Now, I'm not that big of a big Facebook fan myself. I, I I'm doing the show here on Facebook Live because of the promotional benefit and everything like that. And for you, the fans, to actually get a chance to listen to the program that you know can't get a can't either have Spotify or can't don't want to download the podcast, but you should. And see my facial reactions about everything. The fact that MLB blocks TV broadcast and puts it only on Facebook Live for you, the for the Facebook viewer to watch the game, is absolutely atrocious. My father, who is sixty-eight years of age, a little bit younger, maybe. I don't know off the top of my head. Ten to fifty is his thing. So yeah, he's. He's in the 60s. 
didn't want wanted to watch the Indian game yesterday afternoon. Couldn't do it because he doesn't have a Facebook. My dad doesn't have a Facebook. And he asked me, "Where's the game?" He, t- he sent me called me up. He says, "Where's the game? I want to watch the Indians game today because Kipnis is having a good game." I looked it up. I said, it "Should be on Sports Time Ohio." Well, it's not on Sports Time Ohio. I looked it up. It was on Facebook Live. Why in God's name are you putting Facebook Live? Why is baseball being put on Facebook Live? It should not be on Facebook Live. It should be on the television. Why would you pay MLB TV to put it on Facebook Live for free? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make absolutely any sense. So, I think MLB should drop Facebook Live. And put the game still on TV. Because that's what it is. I know the millennials and us as millennials are wanting to watch everything on the internet. But there's still some kind of a tradition for people to watch a game on TV or listen to it on the radio. Because I love listening to baseball on the radio. I still do. I listen to the Mudhead games. Any chance on the radio. On Wednesday when I was at my other job, I was listening to the game. Taking notes. So there's that for you. And the fact that MLB is listening to the millennials and putting the games on and black blacking out MLB, uh, the games for TV is atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. So let's fix that. Let's fix it. Ah. Uh. And that's going to wrap it up for all Andy Offered tonight on Anchor Network. Of course, we're going to be on the air still here on Facebook Live for a little bit longer, taking your Facebook Live questions as well, too. Uh, every Friday is a Falcon Friday edition. Every Friday on the program. We will be on the air live on Facebook Live doing the show, hearing my, co- my college football predictions as well as the NFL predictions as well, too. So there's that for you. Uh, on the Anchor Network, I want to thank you for tuning into the podcast. And remember to continue to subscribe, whether it be iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Now, wherever you're listening to me, however you're listening to me. Thank you for tuning in to the program tonight. And as always, I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together, the game of life. And to the teams that you root for at home and to my teams, the Tigers, the Indians, the Mudhens, especially the Mudhens now because they're making that postseason run. Got to win these games against Columbus. The Jackets, the Walleye, and of course the Lions, the Browns, and the Falcons. Victory is sweetest when you have tasted defeat. Have a good night, everybody. I'll see you guys on Tuesday for another edition of All Andy Alford. This has been a presentation of the All Andy Alford, powered by Anchor. <laughs>